Today on Bridges, we will be talking about what I think is one of the world's hardest jobs, and that is motherhood. Thank you for joining me today on Bridges, where we bring you hope for the journey. I'm Monica Schmelter, and my guest today is a motivational speaker. She's also a wife and a mom, lots of experience with this thing called motherhood. Her name is Tammy Whitehurst. And Tammy, it's so good to have you on Bridges again. It is wonderful to be here again. I always love conversations with you, Monica. Yeah, it's just good to sit down and talk about, right, the things that really matter to us. Yes. And motherhood is one of those things. But I found it was a lot harder than what I thought it was going to be. Oh my goodness. How about you? You know, I remember when it started mm -hmm. and I have given birth to one child and then I have three others, but I will, which are all blessings. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you that one child that I gave birth to was right at 11 pounds when she was no. born. Yes. No, I didn't so, even know that could happen. <laughs> I know. And so therefore, I should have known from the get-go that motherhood was not going to be easy. 11 pounds. Almost. Just a few ounces short. <gasps> yes. It just hurts me even thinking about I know. that. <laughs> I know. I, I, it's, it, it was tough. But I will say mm -hmm. that she came into this world a bouncing baby girl who didn't want to be with anybody but her mama. Oh, my goodness. She wanted to be beside me at all times. We couldn't leave her with the babysitter. We couldn't leave her with parents because she would scream from the time we left her to the time we got back. You know, I think about my mom and my sweet mama and my sweet grandmama when she was alive. They would say, Tammy, just give her to me. Just give her to me and y'all go, y'all go, mm -hmm. go to dinner. Yeah. That was tough back then. And, and I, what I can remember so much is that, you know, as a young mama, and your Ashley is a young mama yes, here she is. in the yes, studio. She is. And we were just talking about how, oh, it's the hardest job ever, but it's also the most wonderful job. It is. It the is. The most wonderful. It is. We just don't realize all what it is until we get into it, right? That's right. And it had to be miserable to be at dinner knowing that your sweet girl might be crying with your grandma. Well, you know, I felt sorry for my grandma <laughs> <laughs> because I, I knew that she was going to, my baby was going to be just fine. Mm -hmm. And sometimes as young mamas, and it's been a long time since I was a young mama, Monica, mm -hmm. but sometimes we just need that time to go to the bathroom by ourselves. Absolutely. We need to go on a date by ourselves right. with our husband. Mm -hmm. We need to go to Target alone. Mm -hmm. How about just a shower? Oh my goodness, yes, just by ourselves. Yeah. And from there, then they begin to grow up. Mm -hmm. And I know that I used to throw birthday parties that were over the top, and, mm -hmm. and she just clung to me, for, like I said, from the time she was born. And then... As she started getting older, she would cling to me, and we would do all kinds of things. We would, we went to see Barney in concert. Her birthday parties were always over the top. And then at some point, I embarrassed her, Monica. Oh, yeah, that yeah. happens. Yeah. See, I never thought that would happen to me because I thought I was going to be like the cool mom. Yes. Oh, no, I did not stay the cool mom. I became like an embarrassment. Like, mom, don't say that. Exactly. Don't do that. Exactly. Don't wear that. Exactly. Mm. It's like, oh. That was kind of like that fifth grade and then that junior high stage. I always thought I would be a cool mom. Yeah. 
And instead, I was the very uncool mom. I just touched that. I was the very uncool mom who she really didn't want to be around all the time. Mm -hmm. But before, she'd always cling to me, so I didn't understand. And it it was hurtful. Oh, yes, it was hurtful. It is. And every mom, probably most every mom at some stage, goes through this. And it can either come to you as a complete surprise, a shock. I've never heard anyone say it's a welcome relief. (laughs) But we either become uncool or they just want us to go away or they just want to be with their friends. And there comes this time that their friends or whatever become or seemingly become more important than we do in their lives. Yes. And no matter if you are a mama of a middle schooler, Mm or if you are an empty nest mom, or if you're a mom of people in their middle age, you never want your children not to be around you. You never want your children not to want to run to you Mm -hmm. instead of running from you. Yep, yep. But in life, if if we talk about the nitty gritty, if we get down where the rubber meets the road, what we find out is that a lot of times in life, I know for me this was true, I wanted my children to be my definition of what success was. Yep. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening, who should call right now? Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I wanted my children to do everything my way. And I wanted my children to... We raised them in church. We taught them the Word. We did all that. But I think sometimes, Monica... I taught my kiddos to be more fearful of the Lord than to love the Lord with all their heart. I definitely think that I did that. I didn't do that intentionally. I was well-meaning. Yes, absolutely. But I think that that became a part of the thing, right? And I too, and most parents, if we're honest, we have all of these ideas about what we think success is and how we're not going to be like our parents and we're going to be extra cool and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And we find out that motherhood and just parenthood, it's rewarding, it's wonderful, it's God's plan, but it is hard. And we can't make them into our image of what success is, or we're going to be miserable and they're going to be miserable. That's right. So it's, there's a lot of tension there of surrendering our children to the Lord and letting what His plan, praying for that plan rather than what we think. Exactly. And the thing with being a mother is that from diapers to dates to depends, it's a quick trip. (laughs) Let me first say that. But (laughs) 
I remember when people would say, savor this moment because it's not going to last forever. They're going to grow up just like that. And there were times, Monica, when I wanted them to grow up just like that. Yes. You wanted that stage to be over. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then there were those times that I never wanted to forget. Some I wish I didn't remember. Yep. But so many I never wanted to forget. And now as a grandmother, I realize how quickly that happens. Right. And we it doesn't seem like it at the time because it seems like it's going on forever, especially like if it's maybe a toddler phase where they're just into everything and it's hard to keep up with them. And somebody tells you to savor the moment and you're thinking, you know, I just need a good night's sleep. Yes. Right. Just a shower would be good. I mean, I love this kid like all of that, but like I just need a moment. And I'm thankful that people said savor this moment. Like I I say that to young mom Ashley a lot. I'm like, just enjoy baby Charlie. You won't get this time back. We have another young dad here. They have baby Dominic. And it's just like, just enjoy all of that. Oh, if we could get it back for just a moment. Oh, I would do it in a minute. Me too. I would do it in a minute because as challenging as it is and as hard as it is, it's wonderful. Yes. We learn about unconditional love and we can deal with things that we just, you know, I don't, I like a good night's sleep, right? It's not overrated, but I went so many nights without sleep, ear infection, strep throat, this, that, the other thing, right? But I did it out of love. And I, I enjoyed even those rough moments. I didn't always fully appreciate it, yes. but I was always glad I could be his mom and do that. Right, right. And then when we fast forward to the teenage years, <laughs> those were tough years because one of the things that we have to realize is we're not, we can't be their friend. We have to be their parent. That's right. And there will be a time when we can be their friend later on. Mm-hmm. But we're, we have to be the parent, and they don't want Mm-mm. rules. They don't want to, to do it your way. That's right. They want to do it their way. Mm-hmm. But I, let me, I'm going to skip back for just a moment because one of the things that I have found as a grandmother is that oftentimes I will tell my daughter-in-laws, and I mean it with every grain of salt in me, I will stop when I see them do something really good, and I will say, you are such a good mama. That's right. I want to validate them because they are such good mamas. And just whenever you're going through that hard phase of toddlers and and elementary kids, you really could take a little validation sometimes. Or whenever you're in the store, you're in Walmart, and your child is screaming their head off. Sometimes if we just say something, the child will stop screaming their head off. Or sometimes I'll just look at the little mama and I'll say, everything's going to be okay. Yeah, I do too. I want to take every opportunity to encourage because I remember what that felt like. Yes. When you are just feel like you're completely out of control. Yes. You've done all the things, right? Nap time happened, this happened, that happened. And now this little person is just expressing his or her little personality and people are not loving it, right? Or at the restaurant or this Mom is just, she's just trying to get a bite to eat and the kid is all over. I just want to encourage them and let them know it's going to go quick. That's right. You might not love this moment, but you're going to wish you could go back at some point. And I don't know. And she's having a tough time on a plane though. Yeah. I'm on, I'm, I'm in planes a lot. And when I see that little mama and that child who is screaming from the beginning to the end of the flight, 
I find myself oftentimes praying for that mama. I pray for the baby, but I'm also praying for the mama because that feeling of that flight might be 30 minutes, that flight might be an hour, but to that little mama, it feels like three hours of torture. Absolutely. And the thoughts in the mom's head about what other people are thinking and what other people are thinking and what sometimes they say out loud, which is so thoughtless, right? Because anybody that's a parent has probably been in one of those overwhelming, what seems like out of control experience. And boy, the mom could sure use some affirmation and encouragement that she's doing everything right. It's not her fault. This is what having little people is like. That's right. (laughs) That's right. And whenever they become teenagers and they start to get independent, that's hard as well. Yes, it is. And then when they get married... And there's all those stages and phases in a mama's life. Because, you know, once a mama, you're always a mama. Absolutely. Even if our children are in their 30s and, and mine are in, mine, my daughter's almost 30 and my other ones are already over the 30 bridge mm-hmm. and they think they're old. <laughs> oh, they're not old because if they're old, then we're ancient. You know, that's right. So our son just turned 35 and he informed me that he's elderly. And I'm like, I think you need to stop talking right now. I think I'm not going to listen to that. That's right. Because if you're elderly, like, what am I? What? That's exactly right. Seriously, we're not having any of this at the Schmelter home. (laughs) You know, we just had, we just had them there. We have what we call family feed on Thursday night. And family feed is whenever mama cooks all the food. Oh. Because what I have found is. If you will do all the cooking, they will come. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I have what my daughter lives in North Carolina, but we have our other children are rather close. And so our grandchildren are close. But if I say I'm cooking supper, they're all going to come in. And I absolutely love that moment. And our son, one of our sons, he's a real estate agent. And he used to do what I call jump for joy. And he could just jump (laughs) way up and touch his toes. He wasn't a cheerleader. Nothing of the sort. As a matter of fact, he went on, he went on a football scholarship to college. So nice. he was an athlete. Nice. But I said, can you still do that? And so as all of us got around in front of a camera, he jumps up. And I mean, he comes this far off the ground and touches toes. Now, me as a parent at that age, no, you couldn't even have slipped a tiny book underneath my, <laughs> underneath my lift. But I will say that they are such good parents. And I love to, and their kids, whenever they did that, they were just jaw-dropping. Their kids look at their parents right now, and they're at that, mom is a hero. Exactly. My dad is a hero. Mm-hmm. But when there comes that moment where they don't look at us as a hero anymore, I talk to a lot of mamas who are devastated, who are heartbroken, oh. and they ask the Lord, where does my help come from? <laughs> and you know, in Psalms, he, tell us, he tells us your help comes from the Lord. That's right. I think whether you're a mama of littles or you're a mama of much older, of grandmothers, yeah. okay, that, that is still rings true. Your help comes from yeah. the Lord. And we have to learn that to navigate yes, right through every season of life. We've got to yes. take a break. We want you to stay with us. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about motherhood and give you hope for the journey right here today on Bridges. Don't miss another episode of Bridges. 
Subscribe to our YouTube channel today where you can find all of Monica's latest teachings. Just visit youtube.com, search Monica Schmelter, and click subscribe. Once subscribed, click the bell icon to get notified when a new episode is available. Thanks for watching Bridges. If you want to grow your faith and understand God's Word more fully, then MonicaSchmelter.com might be just the place for you. You'll find all of Monica's teachings on demand, complete with online extras. Get started today, because truth changes everything. Motherhood is so rewarding, and yet it can also be challenging inside and outside of every single season. And Tammy, I'm so glad that you traveled all the way from Texas today to talk, help us talk about motherhood. Um, I think what I wrongfully thought, right, is you have a baby and then they grow up and then like the job is done. And then I found out like you're just really always a mom through every season. And I think that, that we are. We just change roles mm -hmm. of the mom. Whenever our children are grown, there's times when they don't run to us anymore. Mm -hmm. And there's even moments when they run from us. You know? <laughs> but they don't run to us, and we wish they would. However, you know, nobody wants to be married to a, a mama's boy. Right. right. You know, as crazy as that sounds, we heard that always. We want them to love their mama, but we want... We want our child, our sons, to go to their wives, right. not to us right. first, but to go to their wives and, and to be the kind of leaders that love the Lord with all their heart. That is one of the things whenever I was raising my children, I wanted them to be the kind of leaders that in their family, they love the Lord with all their heart. And there were times when they ran from those things. And I think part of it is because I was a control freak. Mm -hmm. And confessions of a control freak here, uh, when your children begin to run from you instead of to you, we do have to stop and we have to reflect on, okay, am I giving my opinion when it's not asked for? Right. Because when the opinion is given and it's not asked for, Monica, it's really criticism. Right. And they know that. Yes, they do. They know that intuitively. And so I have to ask myself a lot, have I just been asked for advice? That's right. Because if I haven't, then I just really need to be quiet. I need to trust that we taught, right? We took him to church. We taught him to pray. We did all of that. And so now this is on him. And so if he's not asking me for advice, I can think about it, I can pray about it, but I shouldn't be opening my mouth. That is true. The older we get, yeah. as moms, we have to be quieter mm -hmm. at times. And, and that, is a, that is hard yeah. a lot as well. Because I can hear a mom of an adult child saying right now, but what if my kid is making a mistake? Don't I need to do something? And when you say that, oftentimes, as a woman in ministry, women will come to me and they want to talk about their child who is just, oh, they, they bottomed out or they're in jail, or they've made terrible mistakes. And I will look at that little mama, and let's say that their child is, you know, even if they're 50 years old, they're still your child. That's right. But I will look at that mama sometimes, and I will say this. 
your adult child's behavior is no longer on your parental report card. That's right. That is something that as mamas, we have this mama guilt mm -hmm. about everything that they do that, that turns their world upside down because somehow we think that we fed into that in some way. But we have to realize that as adult children, they do make their own decisions. And instead of going on guilt trips, we need to take girl trips. Yes. <laughs> That's what yes. we need to do. Yes. And enjoy, right, that season of our life yes. and go and do things and trust that just like God worked everything out for our good, he's going to do that for our adult children in, in their lives too. Yes. Because even if we could get our adult children to do what it is we think we want them to do, it wouldn't be sincere and it won't last if it's not coming from their heart. And the biggest thing is they can't find our Jesus. They have to find their Jesus. That's true. They can't ride on the heels of mama's faith. They have to embrace their faith mm -hmm. in the Lord. Yeah so that they can follow, so that he can light the path. Mm -hmm. There is a scripture that says, surely goodness and mercy <laughs> shall follow you mm -hmm. all the days of your life. The key word there, Monica, is follow. And unless you step forward, it can't follow you. Correct. Follow. Mm -hmm. And what we have to do sometimes is let them step forward. Mm -hmm. We have to let them walk away from our hip and walk on the trip that the Lord has them to go on. Right. And sometimes, just like in my own life, I've made many mistakes. They're going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But for every mess that they make, there's a Messiah I that will help that. them get through it. And I us. love that. And when I look at my life, some of the best lessons that I've learned have been in my seasons of failure and disappointment yes. and that I just can't see what's next and, oh God, how did I get to this place in my life? But those are the moments that I've leaned in. Sometimes I haven't always, like it's taken me a while to get there, right? But that's when I grow and we have to be willing to allow our adult children to do that too. You know, yes. when they're little, right? And they're taking their first steps. As soon as they start to fall, we, we grab for them. And especially if we see that they're going to get hurt, that's the right thing to do. But when they're adults and young adults, we have to be much more intentional about letting them be and letting them seek God yes. on their own. Yes. We become more of an example. Mm -hmm. We become more of a person that they look to whenever they absolutely know that we're not going to put what they're doing down, that we're not going to criticize, but instead we're going to help. Right. And that is, that is what I've had to learn. Yeah. Because things like, are you sure you're really ready to do that? Do you really, is it time really to leave that job? The looks we get on our faces, all of those, that's all communication. And we can really destroy Yes. their confidence yes. and their spirit. And I, I know the fear is, oh my goodness, they're going to make a mistake. But like I've made tons of them. Me too. Most of us have. <laughs> yes. And, and you know, one of the things that I love to hear, and both of my parents are still alive, but I love to hear I love you. And I grew up as a child who heard both of my parents say I love you. Mm -hmm. 
but I love when my parent looks at me and says, yep. I am so proud of you. Mm -hmm. Do we tell our children that we're proud of them? Do they know that we love them? Do we say that we love them? I, I was talking to my daughter whenever I was traveling this way yesterday, and she was telling me all about her Christmas tree and her house and all the things that they're going to do. I loved listening to her life. Yeah. And that's so much a part of it is listening. Yes. To not always be talking, but to listen and to find out what is important to our adult children. Yes. And come alongside of that and try to, instead of trying to steer them to what we think is important. It's a it's a hard road no oh, matter so how hard. you navigate so it. So hard. Because motherhood is tough. It's rewarding, it's tough, it's all of those things. But if we'll listen, mm -hmm. we can learn things about our adult children, you know, how God wired them, what they're good at, what they want, what they're passionate about. And, you know, even if it's a situation where somebody has landed in jail or prison. God can still yes. restore. And when you say prison, because there's a lot of mamas with children behind bars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No child is so bad that they can't have Jesus. That's right. And no child is so good that they don't need him. That's right. That's right. And we, you know, we kind of have, you mentioned report card, your parental report card. And I think sometimes we can do that in the church. Like those are the good parents. Yes. This and that. And we really have to be brave enough to let that go because kids, our adult children and, and young children, it's not cookie cutter motherhood. Yeah. It's not a formula. Every kid is different. And we have to pray and listen and steer and guide until they're adults. And then we listen and we pray, but we can't, we can't enforce consequences or, That's right. Right, or criticize. It's, it's important to make that transition. Yes. And I did a lot of things wrong. Sometimes I thought I was, I thought I was smooth sailing and I was doing a great job. And then other times I knew that I had messed up big mm -hmm. and I, I was far from a perfect parent. But I will tell you, I wish that I wish that we could have some type of training program before we, it ever happens. Oh. But it, that is our one shot yep. at parenthood. Mm -hmm. And for most of us, we are doing the very best we can. And to find out later on that what we thought was the very best sometimes was not. Yeah. It's a hard thing to swallow. It is. But if we won't get prideful about it, we will find that we will become ever closer to our children. That's right. Because it takes great bravery to say, I really thought that was the right thing at the time. Yes. I realize now that was ridiculous. So sorry. Then you can move on. That's you, right. You don't have to keep adjusting and you know, we just accept that we did yes. the best we could. We are out of time, but I, I want to thank you so much, Tammy, for coming out today and talking about this tough job of motherhood. Thank you so much. Stay tuned. Monica will be right back. Don't give in. God's Word says you're an overcomer. It takes training. It takes discipline. And so when you're fighting that good fight of the faith, you take your story, whatever it is, and you saturate it in faith, and you fight for it. Visit monicaschmelter.com to schedule Monica to speak at your next event. Join the Bridges community on Facebook. Visit Facebook and search for Bridges with Monica. We would love to connect with you. 
If you want to grow your faith and understand God's Word more fully, then monicashmelter.com might be just the place for you. You'll find all of Monica's teachings on demand, complete with online extras. Get started today, because truth changes everything. So today's Hope for the Journey, we talked about motherhood. And motherhood is wonderful. It's rewarding. It can also be challenging. We can also spend a lot of times second-guessing ourselves. Was that right? Should I have done this? Should I have done that? But here's the thing with motherhood. We can invite God into our lives and do the best that we can with our children to raise them according to God's Word. And then when they are adults, to continue to pray for them, to love them, and to be supportive. One thing that we can all hang on to is that no one is a perfect parent. We've all made mistakes and we're still going to make mistakes, even giving it the very, very best that we can. But in the middle of those mistakes and failures, when we will just be honest before God and before our children, there can be forgiveness, there can be healing, and never forget that God can make up for any and all deficiencies that any one of us might have about being a mother or just even being a parent. I'm out of time for today. We've got to go. I'll see you next time right here on Bridges. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.